0: What's up guys owen here from the professional builder and welcome to the show we've been working with residential building companies since 2004 and in that time we would have helped over 2000 build in better resilience more profit more time into their business giving them true wealth if you're here and you're looking for systems and processes the ability to hold and retain the best people and do the best projects at the best profit margins then you're in the right place that's what we specialize in and it's what we share on this show we interview great guests great members great industry professionals. And we bring all of those insights and lessons and learnings to you here. So if you like the show, please like and subscribe, comment and share with your friends. If you think that there's somebody that would benefit from this insight, then share it along with them. We don't have ads on here. We don't really do any promotional stuff. All we want is for you to get the best value. And you can do that and give us feedback and give us the fuel to keep it going by liking, commenting and sharing. You
1: John Fuller from New Life Homes. How are you, my man? I'm doing great, man. Good to see you. I love it. Yes, good to see you too. So today, what I'd like to talk about, uh, John's based in Houston, Texas. I would like to talk about, uh, you have fantastic structure for running your meetings, keeping your team on track. Before we get to that, I just want to set the scene a little bit. Can you let uh, everyone know a little bit about your business, type of projects you do, Who's in your team? What's the structure of your business? And then we can uh, crack into the specifics on the management team.
0: Okay, so we have, um, I'm all about numbers. I always wanna know people's size of their company because it helps me figure out stuff like that. So I'm sure people are gonna wanna know that. So uh, two years ago, we were at about a $1.8 million a year company. And then in one year for COVID, that was 2019, during COVID 2020, we our sales doubled. So we went from 1.8 to 3.2. And at that point, that's why I jumped on board with you guys because I sat down and looked and said, We're growing too fast. And if I don't figure some stuff out really quick, I'm going to get myself in trouble because I've been around construction my whole life. My dad was a builder. So I knew from seeing other people, if I didn't get help, I was going to have an oh crap moment in about six months to a year. So, so we doubled in sales. We do We're again. We have four quadrants. So we do new construction. Uh, We have a roofing division, a remodel division and a commercial division. So we kind of break it up in quadrants, new homes. We do about three to six per year. In our area, uh, the average uh, house build is about three to $400,000 for uh, where we live. That's a, a medium grade, that's a, that's a pretty darn nice house. So just to kind of help people give them an idea. Uh, we do about 25 to 30 remodels a year. That's additions, bathrooms, kitchens. Uh, for people, we're just breaking into the commercial market. We do about one to two projects. A year commercial-wise, we just finished a doctor's office, and then we do about 25 to 30 roofing jobs per year because we do have tornadoes, really bad hailstorms here, and uh, that's a huge market. We've kind of tapped into that a little bit. Is the um,
1: is the roofing one well a lot of uh, insurance work, or where,
0: where's that It's all insurance work. Uh, it's probably 90% insurance work. It pays well i have friends that do it that's all they do and they're 15 20 million dollar a year companies i mean they crush it so we've kind of got our feet wet in there perfect So we've
1: got a good opportunity there to um, massively grow uh, that sector and which of the other sectors do you feel has the biggest biggest opportunity in your area for growth
0: right now there's not enough homes so houses are going up faster or sorry people are buying houses quicker they can build them but that comes down to a little bit of a capital so the bank will kind of flow me. Maybe I could build one or two at a time, but I mean, we could build 10 at a time right now and they would sell. I just don't have that kind of capital yet or investors to, to build that. So that's something we're actually working on, bringing some people on board possibly to build more spec houses. Um, we had lots of guys doing that.
1: So you and I
0: should have a chat just solely about that, I think. Okay, yeah, that'd be great. So that in the roofing, there's a lot of room to grow. And uh, so we're excited about that. But it's interesting, I, I'm getting more phone calls right now for new builds than we ever have. I mean, I just got one yesterday. Somebody called me up and said, hey, drove by your house, saw a sign out in the front in the subdivision. We're 10 miles south of town. We're, we just got our bank financing. Can you build us a house? I said, when are you looking to start? They said, immediately. And that was, and so I set up a meeting with them tomorrow. Awesome, I love
1: yeah. it. So much opportunity at the moment in the world. And as you said earlier, it's, a lot of that is having the right systems and processes. Absolutely. Can you run me through who is in your business and what positions? Or what positions do you have in your business? We don't have to put names to it or you can put names to it if you want. And then what meetings do you have? Like, do you have a toolbox meeting? Do you have a construction meeting? Do you have a management meeting? And then we'll, we'll go wide and then we'll get yeah. down to granular your own
0: So for sure. So- As far as structurally, I've been kind of working that out. So that has me as president. Uh, My wife is a vice president. She works in our office three days a week, and then she's also the main designer. Uh, She's got a phenomenal eye for design. So she works with all of our customers on design. Then after that, we have a general manager. He oversees everything for me. and It's kind of allowed me to step out quite a bit.
1: Uh, Just on the GM, what difference has that made and how has that freed you up headspace wise or what strategic? are you looking up and out now instead of down and in or how's it working
0: yeah it's a night and day difference so now i feel like i'm kind of out of the grind i'm not looking at paperwork every day i'm not dealing there's a lot of things that will happen during the week that i have no idea about and i find out the next week in our when we do our weekly meetings So he used to run uh, his own construction company for years. He was a really good friend of mine. His company just kind of failed and we ended up moving into his office space. I brought him on, really smart guy. He just didn't understand uh, marketing at the time and didn't do a lot of marketing where I've really tried to push hard in that area because I see that's where we're going. Super solid guy, high quality in his work. He was the only other builder that if I was too busy, I actually would send my clients his way because i knew he would take care of them and do him a good job
1: and what structure of crews do you run how many guys how many teams
0: yep so we do all subcontractors um we have a project manager that's underneath virgil uh, he runs uh, typically anywhere from five to ten jobs at a given time for us, probably per month. If it gets over ten, that kind of stretches him a little bit. So Virgil will help uh, help there a little bit or I will if I need to. And then right now we're building a massive, it's a 5,200 square foot barn house, about an hour out of town. So I have another project manager that stays there just at that house only uh, five days a week. And then I have two sales guys also uh, underneath him that do just sales.
1: And you're taking care of the market? Uh, Yes. And who does the pricing?
0: Okay, so what I did is I set up a spreadsheet, especially for remodeling and new construction that you can go through. It's literally one through whatever. Let's say there's a hundred items and each one is thought meticulously through. It allows the guys to go through step by step and figure out a bid for typically for a remodel or for a roof. Um, New construction, I do those myself right now. Uh, My general manager actually just did his own for first one. I had him do it and then he brought it to me yesterday and I walked through the whole thing, looked at the spreadsheet, looked at the numbers. And then from there, I think I made maybe two, three corrections and then he went and sold the job. Bam! Yeah, it was awesome. I was excited for him. That was a big, his goal was to sell uh, $250,000 this quarter. His goal is a million for the year. Uh, when he lands this house, it looks like we're gonna get it. It's three hundred and twenty-five thousand. Man, he's up to the races. He's beating yeah. his quarter one target. I'm excited for him. It's awesome. All right.
1: Now what meetings do you have? If we start from the guys on site and then uh, the specifics that I wanna get into at uh, the office, the management meeting and, and or your construction meeting. So but let's just start quickly with what site meetings do you have like is there a site setup meeting each morning is there a monday toolbox meeting what do you guys
0: do okay so if it's a remodel job we do one pre-construction meeting that is typically uh the general manager and that is the project manager and then whoever is handling the majority of that job starting with demo like we have a couple crews that will do like demo Uh, Tape and texture, different stuff. They're kind of our all-around guys. We will meet with them, and then we type out a scope of work, SOW, and it is very detailed as far as what's going where, who's doing what, what we expect. Uh, We walk through the house, we give them a copy of it, uh, and then obviously we have a copy and we leave one typically at the project itself. And then from there, we just kind of do a walkthrough. It's always mundane as far as, hey guys, make sure uh, the walls are taped off, make sure the walkways are taped off. And, and it's stuff that they hear every job, but I just, I feel like you can never tell guys enough to make sure they clean up and that's on the remodels.
1: Do, do you, just question on that, do you show your supervisor slash foreman what the inclusions and exclusions are either in the scope of work or on the contract? So he consciously knows this is not this is a variation or this constitutes a change order. How do you go through that and how do you ensure that happen?
0: Yeah, so he knows typically everything that's going on because we've talked about it either in the office at one of our meetings and then we'll go over it again on the job site. So the scope of work, for instance, let's just say it's cabinets, one of the jobs we're doing right now. It'll say vanity is stained, but they added uh, six lineal feet of cabinets in the closet and she also wants an island. Well, he knows if it's anything after that is added, he immediately has to call the general manager to verify that if anything is added or subtracted. And if it's added, then then he's not allowed to give prices, quotes, any of that stuff. It goes to the general manager, he figures that out, and then he gets with the homeowner on a price and a change order. Do you
1: have a minimum amount that if it's a minor change that the supervisor or the foreman can just run through like if it's under 500 bucks if it's 300 dollars etc can he just go ahead and do that work as opposed to construction having to be held up repetitively for these small things? Or how do you deal with the
0: smaller ones? Yeah, so typically there's a budget that's set that our um, our general manager knows the budget because it's in the folder. Um, he will go over that with the project manager and say, hey, he'll, a bid will come in. And let's just say he's got $2,000 to work with and he calls up, he said, hey, I got a bid for 1700. He'll give him the okay and say, no, you're fine. But he also knows that he's got a couple hundred dollars play there to work with if something comes up that he can use that couple hundred dollars to make it happen because we don't want to slow down the project so whatever a lot of times I tell my guys uh, we joke around it says you drive the bus we tell our project managers you're in the car seat you drive the bus if you don't make it happen nobody else will because nobody cares about that job like you're going to because you're driving the bus and you need to do whatever it takes to make sure that bus keeps going.
1: It's a pre-construction meeting, scope of works, scope of works document, brief the foreman/slash supervisor, and from there.
0: Well, from there it's pretty much it's hands off. So once once we've walked the job, we hand the paperwork off to our project manager, and from there he he handles. I mean, it is all him now. Our guy is a little bit. He was a master tile tile layman guy or whatever you want to call it for like twenty years. Um, so he had a very good general knowledge of construction, but there's still stuff he's learning. So we've um, I've been very patient with him and just told him, that if there is no stupid question, if anything comes up, call me or call the office. Um, but he's still a little bit in training, so he calls up, has questions. Um, but at that point, everything's left to him as far as meeting. After we've met that first meeting, it's the football handed off to him and he runs with it.
1: Who does client meetings and how often do you do those and what's in those?
0: Is it weekly? Are you in them? Is it a guy running the job? So the first couple client meetings, I'll be there myself. Um, The general manager, it would either be myself or the general manager, depending on kind of who sold the job. If it's a design issue, my wife will meet with them also. This is all pre-construction. Once we start the job, the project manager pretty much meets with them daily, kind of gives them an update, telling them where we, where we are, what we're doing. If they're not on site, then we pretty much talk to them about every other day to kind of keep them updated. Are
1: you using any project management software to keep them updated, like overtrained or code Construct?
0: Yeah, so I've looked into all those. The one that we're using right now, it's kind of up and coming. It's called BuildBook. Um, The guy's super cool, he's become a friend of mine. He's helped me out on some other software stuff. They are basically building out their software to do more, it's more robust. Every six months they add more stuff to it. Um, But but I've been using them and then they're just adding a uh, project management, like a Gantt chart and some project management stuff for their customers to see and it it launches in two weeks. Oh, awesome. And we'll be using that absolutely because that's a big deal for us.
1: And then, what about in the actual office, with regards to either construction and how the jobs progressing, and/or management meeting? How do you run the overall company? So you've got construction meeting for that particular project, and then you've got overall management meeting. So
0: okay, so um, our big meeting is once a week. We meet every Monday from ten thirty to about twelve thirty. It lasts about two hours. Uh, we started off, we get together. Um, everybody just kind of talks about their week their weekend. I allow everyone to, you know, just kind of hang out, joke around, things like that. After that, we go into uh, wins. So we ask everybody, uh, matter of fact, let me. I have a sheet. Every, everybody gets a printout that my wife prints everybody out. So we'll go through its goals and wins. So everybody has a goal uh, for the week and they have to tell what their goal is. That's both personal and in business. So we wanna know what their company goal is and a personal goal. Yeah, and it's fun. So like sometimes Aaron, our project manager, he's been building a chicken coop for a while. So he's always looking for stuff for his, his chickens or something like that. You just never know. So we do uh, goals and wins for everybody. We walk through there. Uh, we talk about that. Sometimes that takes a little bit. And then after we do goals and wins, um, there's I guess there's six of us going through that. Uh, then at that point, um, we always ask everybody, what's the mission statement? And we talk about the mission statement every single meeting. I want everybody to know what is our mission. Oh,
1: uh, How good uh, is that? That is
0: awesome. Can so, you know,
1: What's your mission?
0: Uh, we add value and enhance the quality of life to everyone around us. Because oh, um, right. for us, uh, running a construction company is not about just taking care of homeowners. We want to take care of our subs. Um, we like to see our subs businesses grow. Some, I mean, we've even gone out, I've sat down with my subcontractors, helped them with budgets, ideas. Told, I've even told some of my subs they weren't charging enough. Um, mm-hmm. Different things because I want to see them as a company, I want to see them grow, so that's a big deal for us.
1: And you can, do you involve your subs in your sales process? Because that, that's going that to is. next step that we can talk about further down the path. Yeah how to mobilize
0: your subs as your sales force? Yes, so um, currently right now we don't, um, but I can see where you're getting at, so that's a great conversation to have. Um, we have had some subs send us some work, but probably not on the scale that it could be. So after that, we do the mission statement, and then from there, we have a job board in our office, one through about 26 is as many jobs as we can get on there. And then we walk through each job and the job I've written on it from the previous week. So we know everything that's been done. We ask uh, kind of an update uh, from our project managers, what's been done, where are we at? We go through that. And then at that point, we talk about the process, what needs to be done next, who needs to be contacted and where we're at. And are
1: you tracking both your forecast labor hours versus actual your job?
0: Well, I don't really. So versus like maybe some a lot of your guys, we don't have all of our guys are subs. So I uh, know it's ex- giving you a fixed price. It's I have a fixed price. price. Yes. Cool. Gotcha. I know yeah. exactly where we're at.
1: OK, what about uh, work in progress with regards to, hey, we expire through the job. Have we been invoiced for the plumber? The
0: the spocky, da, 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 da. Yeah. So um, the general manager—that's one of his uh, deals. So he provides me a, a whip uh, every Tuesday um, th- for all of our jobs, and we know where, who, and what needs to be built out. And then also, I print off uh, p and L on every job on for- Tuesdays for him and I. That and that's a separate meeting, obviously. But either Tuesday or Wednesday him and I meet to go through the WIP and then also um, the p ls for each job. And then to finish up Monday mornings, meeting again, they, ours are kind of, they take about two hours. Uh, we walk through and then after everybody's done, my wife does a printout. So like this one is, I don't know, four pages. Everybody gets one, they take it with them. It's also inside of Google Drive so they can access it in Google Drive anytime they want. And then on Wednesdays today, I send out a text and let everybody know, like, "Hey team, great job! Just wanted, you know, it's uh, we're halfway through the week. Make sure you hit your goals for the week, and make sure you go through your notes, and everybody's on the same track, and then we hit our goals." Okay. I love it.
1: I love that follow. Right. And what do you? How do you take corrective action, like? Right if something's off track or some one of the jobs is going skew with you have a difficult client or there's a
0: whole up in materials or a team's behind, who does it fall on? What happens? Okay, so perfect example we are doing a big uh, it was a, a car hit a house and we're doing the remodel we're fixing it. it's an insurance job. We've been waiting on windows because of COVID. What used to take three weeks to get windows has taken three months. So um, that's to give you an example. So Aaron has called weekly, you know, every week that hits the job board. Hey, where are we at on the windows? Have you called? It basically just goes down the line. I wanna know, have you called? Who have you talked to? Are they on your way? That stuff's written on the board. Let's just say he didn't call the, for the windows. My first question is, is and, and we're I'm very open. My guys will tell you, i just tell you what I think, but I'm also respectful. So I don't want to embarrass, but at the same time, I want to know, hey, you know, take a crap or get off the pot. I mean, I want to let's deal with this. So there's times where I have to ask one of the guys, okay, why didn't you do it? And they're like, well, honestly, I I just dropped the ball. And I'm okay if if somebody owns their mistakes, there's a book called uh, Extreme Ownership. I read that about two years ago. And here's my thing. If, If guys are willing to own their mistakes, correct it and move forward, then I can work with that because we all make mistakes. If you can't own it and you can't move forward, then I just, uh, a good friend of mine who used to have a multi-million dollar insurance company, he used to tell people he didn't fire them, he graduated them. He graduated them on to somebody else's company. And uh, that was his joke. And and that's just how I feel about it. If, If you can't be corrected and you can't move forward, then we can't work together. But I haven't, I don't have that issue in our business.
1: And I think part of the reason you don't have that issue is because you've shortened the feedback loop every week. And one of the biggest things is visibility leads to accountability. Because if it's visible and it's like, oh, Marty, you didn't call the guy. Hey, dude, job number seven you still haven't called them that's two great crosses like it's going on dude yeah and very quickly we will say i don't want to be in that meeting and go oh hey john sorry like i i messed up again right but that visibility you can be very objective the school yeah, it, tells us what's working what's not working and, who's
0: working. and it's fun and, and as we were growing so fast and things were happening especially as i brought in the gm and other stuff It was funny because sometimes our job, because descriptions say something would overlap because my general manager is a real go-getter. So if he sees a gap, he just picks up the phone and takes care of it. Well, there was meetings where the project manager was like, Hey dude, that was my job. And it was really fun to correct it because in in our business, we tell everybody stay in your lane. So then we had an issue with our project manager trying to help our clients with design. And we had to call him out in a meeting and say, "Hey, dude, that's yeah, that's that's not your deal. You're out, and uh, that's Casey's job." And uh, and so we joke sometimes. We'll, we'll say, "Hey, man, stay in your lane. Just you do your job. We'll do mine." And and it and work flows really well if everybody stays in their lane.
1: Sorry, uh, carry on with the agenda.
0: Okay, so um, again, at that point, we just meet. Uh, we wrap up the meeting. Everybody gets their set of notes for the week. Um, I follow up on Wednesday. The only other meeting um, because of you guys that I'm about to implement uh, with my KPAs and KPIs is I will be doing a bi-weekly meeting with my project managers using your guys' notes and templates. And I will meet with them every two weeks to go over kind of how they are, how they're doing on a personal level and then also a business level. I will meet with them every two weeks. Now. What My general manager, I'm with him just about every day in the office, so I pretty much have a good feel. I kind of know what's going on, or how he's doing, or or what's going on there. So we don't we don't have a per se set uh, meeting.
1: What information or reports do your people have to bring to the meeting in advance? Do they submit anything in advance that you look at, or do they can't, what info do they come
0: with? Just their notes for the week. I pretty much know because of the software, the bill book we use, they have to post every day, the job progress inside the, uh, the app. So I already know pretty much what's going on. I've seen pictures, I've seen progress. They really just have to know where their job's at when they come to the meeting. So as of right now, they don't bring anything. Now that I'm gonna implement your guys' templates, they will have something that they have to bring because there'll be very specific questions for them to have, uh, answer. Yeah, and it gives
1: them more ownership, more accountability that the client
0: Yeah, and I'm excited about those because I feel like it'll uh, hold them more accountable at the same time. I love seeing people grow yeah. I mean that's a big deal to me mm-hmm. and I want to see them grow and I feel like it's going to help them grow as a, as a person and I'm excited about that for them.
1: And what's been the impact of having these meetings, like what, what's it done for the team, for clarity, for uh, your vision of where things are at, confidence, etc.
0: So I want to tell guys that are um, that are starting off, when, when we first started these, um, a, uh, about two years ago, they've just gotten better. But at first I thought I felt like I was wasting my time. Um, I don't like to slow down, so that's a big deal for me. So it was really hard for me to think I'm gonna waste, in my mind, waste an hour to two hours on a Monday when we could be productive doing something else. That's what I thought. Now it's funny, I love them, my team loves them, we hang out, we have a good time, It's we connect everybody's unified we know where where the bus is going what direction how we're getting there i feel like meetings are a game changer because you, yeah And but i want to tell people that i i think it's important especially coming from somebody like me that like man, i'm a fly by the seat of my pants and and i hate i hate structure i don't like stuff like that it's hard for me and that's been a game changer and, and i can't say more how much you need it, especially if you're going to grow as a company. Because if you're not willing to grow and do those things, you're always going to be capped.
1: Structure and as Jocko says, discipline will set you free.
0: Yeah, absolutely. All of our guys like them. It's been great. Um, we love doing them. Actually, my one of my guys told me he thought he wished we could get together more. He said it's his favorite day of the entire week. I love it. That's awesome.
1: We are, um, every quarter, we also do a team fun day, like uh, some sort of team building, plus some bond over food, et cetera, et cetera. What been what your top three golden nuggets, three biggest insights or lessons in doing these to make them either better, more enjoyable, or more productive, or anything?
0: Um, I got some nuggets for you, but before I share those, you need to share your guys's, you need to get people on here to share their quarterly ideas. Cause that's something like, I think you get so caught up in the structure of your business that you don't take time to sit back and say, hey, what are some fun ideas or some things that the team would like? And that might be a really cool thing to get some feedback from your team and also from the other companies of things that they do. So we all have kind of something to pull off of.
1: How about I do that straight after this? I'll get Kirsten to post it into the group. We are going ATV quad bike riding. That's awesome. of us and we're going out to the beach through the forest and then we go to a vineyard in the afternoon have dinner have a couple of drinks and so forth
0: that's awesome i love that
1: yeah it's gonna be wicked yeah so top top lessons golden nuggets
0: take action so just a couple things that i wrote down that i was thinking about is just uh, do what you need to do and move forward Uh, i always think about do the hard stuff so in my mind i always do the things that i don't want to do Uh, example you and I have talked a little about working out Um, I used to compete in bodybuilding I still work out hard I don't feel like it but I go and especially in my mind if I think I don't want to do that the moment I think to myself I don't want to do that that tells myself I have to do it right now take action and get it over with success lies
1: outside of your comfort zone if you're still doing what you've always done you'll get what you've always got
0: Yep, one of the big things in our business, and I've, I've said it a couple times here, is uh, help people stay in their lanes. So being very structured is letting people know like, hey, this is your job, and not people crossing over into somebody else's lane to allow them, one, to do their job, but also to be accountable for what they're doing or not doing. Over-communicate, we are huge on that. I over-communicate with our guys constantly, all the time, telling them things I expect. Like again, going back to subs, Clean up, sweet. tape off walls. Like it sounds stupid, but and sometimes our guys look at me like, hey, man, I know that. And I'm like, and I even tell them, I know I told you this last week, but I want to make sure you hear it again. And our guys joke around sometimes and they're like, John goes over stuff multiple times. And I'm like, hey, that's okay. You're not going to forget it when I show up on a job or one of my jobs, how I expect it. And then uh, a big thing for me is when I was younger, I was a hothead. Uh, Now that I got 20, 25 years in business experience, I'm way more laid back with guys. And um, so for instance, instead of just chewing somebody's butt because something didn't get done, I take time to sit back and listen to why it didn't get done and then give back constructive criticism to help them as a person move forward. So instead of just getting pissed off and yelling, which I used to, and I have clients do that to me, I get it, it. I'd rather build somebody up, take responsibility for what they did and help them become a better person and make sure it got
1: done. I love it. A couple of things that I've found uh, that work well in meetings as well, uh, some just some granular stuff like, I found food once a week works well. Okay. So we, we might bring, you know, something healthy or fruit or whatever and you can rotate that. So if it's me, I'll buy a whole bunch of protein bars or I'll go and get people protein shakes, bring them in. Yeah. Uh, We rotate who the note-taker is and record it. So it will be great, Kirsten, it's your turn this week. Marty, it's my turn. We have our values for the month. So one of our values is world class. So in the meeting, it will be great. What have you done to demonstrate world class this week or to live world class? Well, I noticed that our fish tank was a bit dirty when I walked in. Or I noticed that our site signage was old or had the wrong logo on it or I noticed that one of our bands is dirty.
0: So I cleaned it. I like that. I love that actually, because every company has got values and what did you do 100%. to uphold uh, those values? That's really good. I like that.
1: hundred percent. Another one that works well in the toolbox meeting is uh, we'll have, there might be a theme for the month. So it might be productivity or health and safety or marketing. And it might be everyone has what's your idea for what can we be doing to do marketing. And if someone, everyone gives their ideas, hey, we could have a sausage sizzle, we could sponsor the local football team, we could give out our 1% referral system on postcards, I'll deliver them in my area. And whoever's ideas gets implemented gets $50. And you might have an idea that generates, you know, of just like, Site set up checklist. Maybe the hammer hand or the apprentice is going around and doing stuff that your foreman or your supervisor might have been doing. Now he has a checklist, and it took the foreman half an hour to show him once, but now he has saved half an hour every week.
0: Yeah, I like that.
1: Setting up those jobs, and of course, the person who put that idea forth gets $50. Okay, and then then, people too feel they've got a voice, they've got a sharing in it, etc we record our meetings as well and we because we do ours on zoom and we sit around a table because we're people in different parts of the world in our business and we will then have one person with the actions so we finish the meeting and we say great what are the actions and we go around the table and that person has to read it out so you i would go marty my two actions are one finish the cash flow forecast and two, critique the info pack. So I'm taking responsibility, and I'm saying I will do that by when. I will have the info pack done, not tomorrow, because I've got to go to Waiheke, but I will have it done by Monday. And I will have the cash flow forecast done by next Wednesday. So then someone, whoever's the note taker, write down Marty, info pack review, Monday, da that Wednesday. And then we put that up on the board. So it's very visible, and then it's accountability by visibility. So that yeah. works well for us.
0: I'm writing all this down. Now,
1: are there any resources like books or things that you've used, or podcasts or tools that you've used that help in running these meetings? Like the Traction Book is a great book on how to run fucking meetings. To... Um,
0: honestly, I, I feel like just what your guys's, um, I, I got those notes from a, another a friend of mine. Uh, the, the kind of the action plan that I presented at the beginning of our conversation. Uh, now I'm basically going to take uh, the TV, your 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 stuff and I'm going to overlap those with what we're doing. And then also they'll have some takeaways. So I'm kind of going to gel those two together with what we're already doing and then also have them uh, have their notes and stuff as well. So I'm going to kind of put those two together.
1: I love it, John. Would you be happy to share your meeting framework just with our members
0: yeah absolutely that would be epic
1: all right my man i thank you very much for your time i appreciate your giving nature and spirit you're a great person a great member of our community you've got an awesome business that is just going to fly and i look forward to uh talking more one-on-one with you over the next few weeks to um, help dial in some of
0: those areas absolutely i'm excited all
1: right i'm gonna go away have a listen to your podcast and. I hope you have an awesome day. Enjoy your weekend and I look forward to talking soon.
0: Awesome, brother. Take care. Thank you.
1: Thanks for your time, John. See you, buddy. Bye.